In this episode, Dr. Cashy discusses the four main reasons it feels impossible to eat healthy when on the road. The Good Doctor shares one thing that will help you continue to progress even while having a good time. Tune in to learn more about staying on track while traveling. Roll the intro! Hello, and welcome to <sighs> Coffee with Cashy. I am your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. Today's lesson is taking a break from that mini course going on uh, to focus on a few questions that were in this group and in the private client group, specifically about traveling, taking trips, and, and generally just being out of your bubble. Generally just being out of your bubble. So here's what you're learning. Whiteboard of Wisdom's on vacation today. <laughs> The four main reasons, the four main reasons people go off track when they travel. One big thing that people have in common that make progress when they travel and still have a good time. And using a rational and constructive approach to travel so that you can one, stay alive, and two, have a de halfway decent time while staying alive while on a trip. The two prime directives of being human <laughs> as per the SRO model. Anyway, okay, so throw down a hashtag bubble. If you know anyone that's good at sticking to a routine when they're in their bubble, but that bubble may as well have been a big lie if they ever get out of it and everything gets funkified or may as well have been bursted. Everything just goes to heck and to handbasket as it were, <laughs> okay? So if you go on a trip and act like a dork, you may come back from that trip with a few more souvenirs than you had bargained for, hmm? Biology keeps the score, even if you choose to close your eyes to it. And when it comes to netting a negative result, which means you are um, empirically or objectively further from what you desire, then there are four main paths that take you there. Uh, pro tip, by the way, as a general rule of thumb, it's about seven to 10 days of lost progress per day so seven to 10 days of work, okay, to catch up per day of letting loose. So yes, a three-day weekend of brazen gluttony can easily take you back a month. That's just the math. You can be mad about it all you want, but just know that being mad about it will probably compel you to throw a tantrum and make it worse, <laughs> setting you back even further. So fair warning, all right? That's right, the paths. Okay, one, the first path is letting loose and knowing what it means to let loose and being okay with it legitimately being okay with it. Number two is tricking yourself into thinking you're okay with it uh, and maybe, oh, just kidding, okay? And number three is that you think you have to take a hit of your progress. You have to take a hit uh, to your progress to have a good time while traveling on a trip. And the last one is that you absolutely positively refuse to take a hit on your progress, so you must stay on plan perfectly the entire time, okay? So we're gonna cover the first one first, letting loose and knowing what it means to let loose and actually being okay with it, intellectually and emotionally okay with it. Uh, some people that do that, they totally let loose. They understand what it means to go drastically off plan on purpose and they're okay with taking a hit to their progress. That is okay. It's good even. It's just a positive outlook on a negative result, that's what that means. They equilibrate adequately when they get back to their normal routine, having set their progress back a few weeks. Their frustration with the lost progress, of which there is indubitably some, <laughs> indubitably, there's indubitably some frustration with the lost progress, the legitimate level of enjoyment outweighed that lost progress to them. Like really, here and here, okay? Many people 
they have a problem with that. They have a problem with that, taking huge hits to their progress, that is. And there are three self-defeating outlooks when it comes to taking a hit to your progress while on a trip, okay? So the first one is actually point number two. So we're still gonna go two, three, and four here. Number two is that you trick yourself into thinking you're okay with taking a hit to your progress before you leave and while you're there. And then when you get back, you go, oh shoot, that was a bad idea. <laughs> and I'm a bad person because of it, okay? So that is, that's essentially, everything should work out. It has to work out. It must work out okay or else, okay? This is the underlying belief that you would have if you trick yourself into thinking you're okay with taking a hit to your progress before you leave. Everything should work out okay. It has to work out okay. It must work out okay. You think, they are, you think you're okay with going off track superficially, but you really do have a problem losing progress on a deeper level. And you just end up saving that tantrum for after the trip. So this is like the first one, but like in an, oh, just kidding sort of way. <laughs> uh, again, you think you're okay with, with losing progress until after and you assess the damage. A little bit of reflection will help you determine your own history of doing this. And then having to go through, again, multiple layers of damage control, since you may hurt your progress even more by being upset about hurting your progress during the trip. This manifests as sabotaging thoughts like, it just takes me so long to get back into a routine after I take a trip, Dr. Cashy, I'll just ease back into it. Which means literally anything, including totally easing out of it, but just feeling guilty about it the whole time, all right? And then by the time you do get back into it, it's like starting over, which is like so super totally encouraging after all the months of work you already put in, right? Right, makes sense? Cool. <laughs> Number three. You think you have to take a hit to your progress to have a good time. And this sounds like an underlying belief of something like, I must have an excellent and fun and amazing time on my trip or else. That or else part is obviously important. It's key to all of these beliefs. You think that going off track and taking trips are requirements of each other. As in, if I, if I go on a trip, then I must go off track if I'm going to have a good time. That's the only option even though you're aware it conflicts with your desire to make progress. So what ends up happening is that you suspend your current rules to make new, more convenient rules temporarily. If I take a trip, then I must have an amazing time. And that means going off track because it's impossible to stay on track and have a good time. I have to have an amazing time or else it's all a disaster and I miss out on everything and I can't stand it. So why bother? Hmm. It makes perfect sense to let your future self deal with this so you can let loose to have fun, even though you're probably feeling guiltier and guiltier in the back of your head as the trip goes on. And instead of reining it in, you really just dread going home more and more. So party on, Garth. <laughs> right? Number four, you absolutely positively refuse to take a hit to your progress while you're traveling. Everything must be perfect. I have to act perfectly. I need to hit all my food. I need to get all my exercise and I have to do all this stuff while I'm traveling, no matter what, you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about, okay? Again, I must stay on track and I have to make progress under all circumstances all the time. You have a huge problem with going off track and losing progress and therefore swap the rigid demands of having to have an amazing time and flipping that to having crazy absolutistic demands of being perfectly on plan while you're on a trip. And this sets a different but still harmful standard. This means going off track in any way spirals you out of control, right? 
going off track in any way since your demand to be perfect while on the trip sends you out of control, spiraling out, and it becomes a disaster. Your plan becomes a disaster, you make the trip a disaster, and then you seriously beat yourself up, and then you what? Get a case of the can't-stand-ditis because you can't stand being off track. And now that you're an official horrible plan stayer honor, then you really blow out any way to try and salvage what's left of the trip. So then you end up transitioning to, well, the only way to have a good time is if I go off track. <laughs> okay, then you end up going back to that weird set of beliefs. Okay, so what's really going on here? What's really going on here? If acting like a dork and going way off plan during a trip causes problems for you, either when you do it or you feel guilty after you've done it, then this is important for you to reconcile. This is because of the rigid demands on yourself and others and on the vacation. As Dr. Ellis so eloquently states, look for your shoulds and look for your musts and also your, your oughts and your have tos and your needs and all these other things, a really extreme dichotomous language that forces you into this tiny box of, I'm, of needing, musting, having to, shoulding to do all of these things because if you inevitably fall short of those harmful standards, you trigger that or else part of your dichotomous brain and you act like a fool and then get mad at everyone, including yourself, all right? Once you get that out of control, un once you get that under control, everything becomes way, way easier, okay? So one is, again, I must have a good time. I must stay on track. The trip must be perfect. I must stay on track. They must have a good time. The people I'm with, we all need to get the most out of this trip. This trip has to go exactly as I plan it to go or else. Or else the entire time and its entireness will be a disaster. It's horrible, terrible, and awful, making the entire trip a waste of time. And that means I'm a bad traveler and a bad tripper and a bad planner stayer on or and a horrible host and, and all those things and I can't stand it. And if I can't stand those things, then I must do what I need to do to avoid the stuff I cannot stand, which ends up causing other things I can't stand later. But the only thing that matters is right now, okay? <laughs> so the only obvious thing that makes sense, obviously, is to act in accordance with your rigid and absolute demands of yourself, of others, of the trip. The black and white thinking, or else, here comes the disaster -fying, the beating yourself up, and the cherry on top, the can't stand it-itis. <laughs> And this means, since I'm doing something different from my normal day-to-day, -day, I must, I have to, it's imperative that I change all of my self-guiding principles that I use in my day-to-day -day life. Obviously, it's the only way. And this means I must indubitably, <laughs> I must indubitably think of letting loose and having a good time and not being a slave to my plan. Or the equal opposite, I must indubitably, indubitably think of being perfect staying on plan at all costs, even if it makes me miserable, and, and acting perfectly the whole time. And whatever other sabotaging thoughts you have that give you permission to go temporarily off track, even if that's you set such harmfully high standards for yourself, you inevitably, going off, you inevitably go off track because of them. That's, again, giving yourself permission to go temporarily off track, even though you set standards to yourself to stay on track. Hopefully that makes sense. Because everyone knows their self-guiding principles and enjoying life are completely 100% impossible to mix. That's just ridiculous. You have to be a, a total heathen and destroy everything and everyone to have a good time. It's the only way. <laughs> Even if you know you'll get mad at yourself later about it. It's the only way to have a good time now. So I'll let future self deal with that and possibly throw a temper tantrum and let loose about that too, giving me even more of an excuse to go off plan. It's genius, it's genius. So again, what's going on here with that? 
At first glance, here's what it looks like via SRO. Just write our three magic letters here. Here's what it's like via SRO. Write our letters at. Your stimulus, a frustrating stimulus. Your response to that stimulus, which is an attempt to get rid of that stimulus and an outcome of your response. In frustrating situations that take you off plan, it looks like S causes O. It looks like this. It looks like this, where the R is just totally gone, okay? Like, it was just totally gone. And, it, and in everyday language, it looks something like this. Every time I go on a trip, frustrating stimulus, I get fatter, okay? That's what it looks like. Every time I have this stimulus, I have this outcome. Every time I go on a trip, I get fatter. It looks like the stimulus causes the outcome. Do you understand the implications of that sort of thinking, okay? The, stimu the frustrating stimulus being out of your bubble, there's a direct connection between being out of your bubble and getting fatter, and that's the connection that's being made. The generally frustrating stimulus, again, going on trips or being on trips, and then the self-defeating and destructive outcome, oh, I'm fatter and guiltier and more anxious and I feel like I'm super behind because of it. The trick is connecting your frustrating stimulus to your response. This part gets conveniently ignored. Once you connect the stimulus to response, then you can connect the response to the self-defeating outcome. So it ends up looking like this. Whoopsies. Ah! So you end up doing this. Your stimulus connects to your response and the response connects to the outcome. In other words, every time I go on a trip, frustrating stimulus, I overeat and I overdrink. Response. And the self-defeating outcome is I am fatter and guiltier and more anxious and feeling like I'm super behind because of it, which then may act as its own frustrating stimulus again, okay? And making a huge part, the huge part of this transition here is that the response leads to the outcome instead of the stimulus leading to the outcome, which is how most people think. I have this frustrating stimulus, therefore I have this crappy outcome and this response here, whatever. What's that, okay? And this leads us to the one big thing that people have in common that make progress when they travel and still have a good time is that they change their rigid and absolute and impulsive demands of themselves Okay, otherwise known as the BS, the belief system, part of the SRO model, which is in all sorts of other videos. So you can see this with fancy colors and other arrows there too, is that this is, it ends up becoming the underlying guiding principles. This is what that is, the belief system. So they, they change their rigid and absolute and impulsive demands of themselves, how adherent they must be, how much fun they must have, and how, the, how well the trip must go to more flexible and rational preferences and priorities here at the belief system, okay? So they're using a rational and constructive approach to travel so that they can stay alive, have a halfway decent time while doing it, and you can too, okay? And this looks like instead of I must be perfect, the trip must be amazing, I must stay on plan, or else I'm gonna act like a total goofball and I'll be a bad person because of it, it ends up looking something like, I prefer to stay on track while traveling and still have a good time, but I know that means I'd better pay attention to what I do, and that means I might be slightly more annoyed at some times during the trip. That is rational and that is flexible, okay? Who has a better chance of having a good time and still making progress? I must have a good time and I must make good progress or else. Or I must be perfectly on track and I must make progress or else. Or I'd really prefer to make progress and have a good time 
but I know that means I'll have to tolerate some minor annoyances during my trip for that to happen. Again, who has a better chance of having a good time and still making progress? What do you think the SRO model looks like then? If the frustrating stimulus is going on trips and your belief system is that you must have a good time, then your response might be silly and your outcome might be negative and self-defeating. If you change your belief system to a rational, flexible priority, then the stimulus is still going on trips. That's still frustrating, but your response to that frustration is probably going to be more rational. It's probably going to be more rational, which, which increases your probability of a constructive outcome, even if you still get a negative result. Like you could still gain weight and be upset about it, but you're like, no, next time I go on a trip, it'll work out better because I learned something versus it's a disaster and everything is horrible, right? Or you ended up making progress and you go, great, I made progress. Now I know what to do for next time I have this frustrating stimulus and eventually the frustrating stimulus is so small it's whatever. Almost like learning stuff, right? So here's what you've learned. The four main reasons people go off track when they travel. One reason is destructive preferences. Sure, but rational thinking about the destructive preferences. I'm gonna totally destroy my plan while I'm on my trip and I'm okay with it. That's rational and it's also destructive, but that's okay, it's overall beneficial. The other three are distorted demands and impulsive thinking about any negative results at all. And that negative result depends on what your belief system is. So again, you think you're okay going off track and understand what that means, but you know, just kidding, after I get back, I decided in hindsight that was stupid, <laughs> okay? And, or everything should work out. It has to, it must work out, it's okay. The trip must work out. Or I must have an excellent and fun and amazing time or else. Or I must stay on track to make progress in all circumstances all the time, okay? And then you learn the one thing that people who do make progress and have a good times on their trip have, have in common, and it's that they transition those impulsive and distorted and rigid demands on themselves to more rational and flexible priorities, okay? I would prefer to have a good time and I'd prefer to make progress, but I know that means I might be a tad more annoyed at some parts of the trip than normal, okay? So hopefully you got some value out of that. Make sure to throw down a hashtag bubble if you do pretty good inside of your bubble or know someone who does, then when you leave that bubble, it's like the bubble has bursted. <laughs> Thank you for learning. Until next time. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out. <laughs>